Welcome back, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in and spending some time listening to the podcast. Really appreciate all of you who are following along and excited for this episode in particular because it pairs so nicely with the previous episode, which was with my wife, Angela. Uh, We got a really positive response to the episode with Angela Uh, and I talking about our marriage, about parenting, and about the way that vocation kind of emerges out of our own depths, our sense of calling, if you will. So be sure to check that out if you missed it. I didn't actually intentionally plan for these episodes to be back-to-back, and so it's kind of uncanny the way the themes in each episode play off one another. Um, In this episode, I am going to be meeting with Aaron and Stephen Mitchell. Um, They are, first of all, just a dynamic couple. Uh, They're also licensed therapists, and they've both wrestled really well with their own story in order to find a more authentic expression of who they are. And as a result, now they are passionate about helping other couples to heal and grow and really to begin to narrate a more compelling life together. Throughout the conversation with Stephen and Aaron, I was reminded of this quote by Carl Jung, in which he said that everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. I mean, that's a doozy if you think about it. We always want to believe that the struggles we have relationally are because the other person is the problem, which sometimes is true, but often there's something in those struggles for us to reflect upon as well, uh, which is just kind of a hard pill to swallow sometimes. But Aaron and Steven deeply believe this and have literally dedicated themselves to this work within the context of couples therapy. One other thing I wanna mention before we jump into the episode is again, just to talk about the continuing ed program that I teach in for therapists. It's called the Relationally Focused Psychodynamic Therapy Program. It's a post-grad continuing ed program for therapists, um, particularly those who are interested in working in the depths with their clients. It's rooted in relational psychoanalysis, dialogical philosophy, and interpersonal neurobiology, which is a mouthful. Um, It's also deeply rooted in research, which has shown that regardless of what style of therapy is practiced, it's essentially the relationship between the client and the therapist that determines what the outcome will be. And so we developed this program. It's a hybrid uh, with a couple of in-person retreats out in Seattle on Bainbridge Island, which is beautiful. Uh, And in addition to the in-person retreats, there are bi-weekly Zoom meetings, which are highly experiential Um, there's a presentation of cases and a working through of cases together. And the the idea is that we learn best through experience. And so the program is developed as, um, a way to move from experience into theory and opposed to most programs that are more, let's learn a bunch of theory and then go try it out and let us know what you think. So we kind of reversed that a little bit. So if you are a therapist and interested in that, there will be a link in the show notes for you to learn more. We're also hosting a couple of online coffee hours that are more like a Q&A time for people to ask questions if they're interested in the program. And so there will be some information in the show notes about that as well. 
Um, and without further ado, let's jump into my conversation with Aaron and Stephen Mitchell. You are listening to Why in the World, a podcast fueled by curiosity, with deep dive conversations exploring meaning, purpose, and why we show up in the world the way we do. I'm your host, psychotherapist Brian Nixon. Aaron and Stephen Mitchell, thank you so much for coming on the Why in the World podcast. Hi, Brian. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm trying to remember like when the last time we saw each other's faces would have been. It's well over a decade at this point. You know, it was your wedding. Well, it wasn't the last time we saw each other. Oh, really? I I came to your wedding and I didn't really know you very well, but I came, (laughs) but I came with Aaron. She said, yeah, I've got this wedding to go to. Like, do you want to go? And we were you know, we had just started dating, dating and, and that kind of stuff. So that's the, I that's the I last, time, wow. I last time I saw your face. I'm sure I saw you, but that's the last significant moment. I remember too. I remember seeing Angela walk down the aisle. If oh, you can wow. call that an aisle. It was a beautiful wedding yeah. too. Like oh, it was a great, you. like I remember like, because we were at the point where we were, you know, dating, yeah, we were definitely looking to, to getting, you know, married and, and that kind of stuff. And he was, like that beautiful chapel and uh-huh. the music and, you know. It was very stirring. Yeah. Wasn't it at Bastyr or something? Was yeah, it, it, it yeah. was at Bastyr. Yeah, that was in 2004. So yeah. quite it's a while, a while ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So your your wedding really has a significant place in our, our relationship. <laughs> that, you, not, you couldn't have gotten married in 2004. 2004? No, I'm sorry. That's when I started grad school. We got married in okay. 2007. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> like, you're, you're making it longer. You're saying this. I loved you that you it loved was, her already. Yes, so good. Yeah, yeah. my I, love for Angela started in 2004. Yeah, and then we got married in 2007. <laughs> there it yeah, is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's true. that's fun. That that's your uh, that's that's like the memory that comes up as sort of the last time we saw each other, and now now we're here. Yes, right. <laughs> And, and you guys literally do couples work. So we started this conversation <laughs> around marriage and that's the work you're yeah, doing in the world. That's so true. Yeah, yep. that, that is right. We, uh, what, three years ago? Started our couples work, like working at, with couples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had, so I've been working as a therapist. We had always, whenever, when we got married, we always had this idea that we wanted to do something together. Mm. Um, we didn't really know what it was, but we... Um, we, we had ever evolving ideas of what that could oh, be, would man. be yeah. sort of depending on what was happening in our life. Like this, huh. this is what couples need. Like yeah, this, yeah. we need help. Well, well, I think it actually, a lot of it, like just grew out of our own, like joy and our own suffering. Yeah, um, uh-huh. for sure. Ways. We, we, you know, thankfully we, we love each other and we, we're, you know, um, feel like couples, like relationships can be good. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes there's sort of this narrative about like, you know, the, these ideas of ball and chain and, you know, relationships are just, you know, like kids leave the home and then people don't know how to talk to each other yeah. or, you know, the couple goes out on a, a, on a date and they're just sitting there, you know, just staring at the wall. You know, there's all those kinds of narratives, narratives about like, this is what happens um, in, in marriage. And, and we just, we just didn't believe that. 
Well, and there's there's also the other narrative of like, and love is enough. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, it's never, you know, if you really love each other, it'll never be hard. And yeah, it'll yeah. Always, you'll just, it'll be like the movies and every day will be magic. And it's like, no. I yeah. admit, not. I have believed both of those wholly within my own marriage. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I'm being totally honest. I, we were just talking with um, some people this week about engagement. Engagement for us was oh. a nothing Brutal. but miserable <laughs> I mean absolutely terrible and I remember at one point saying oh, like gosh. I thought this would feel better like I I thought what I said was I thought this would feel like a fairy tale and Stephen's like we don't live in a movie um <laughs> and that was sort of our engagement but, but also I mean there's this story like I I broke our engagement twice hmm. um and there, there was that. No one thought that was going to happen. Um, and we, I was still at the Seattle school, so I was still doing work. Stephen was like taking classes as much, like being a part of classes. Right, as I was working as a therapist. Yeah, we were just like in all the, all of mm. the all of the muchness. The self-reflecting <laughs> yes. and the thinking about your history, and and we both didn't have the best examples of of a relationship mm. uh, from my. And so there's just a lot of fear. A lot of like, oh no, this is just going to end up in a disaster. Um, and so I, I think we just, I think what we realized is like marriages can be good, but marriages are hard. Mm-hmm. The two don't ne- negate each other. It just right. means that that you like you have to figure out a way to work through that, and, yeah. and that's love. You know <laughs> that like you know that like in the middle yeah. there you run into love and and that. And love like comes and go, comes and goes from the standpoint of like how you feel it. You know? Right, right. I don't think the foundation of it does, but um, and so we we always thought like, how can we help couples believe that relationships can be joyous mm. in the midst of pain and suffering? And, yeah, which you know, which actually sounds more true to form to what a real fairy tale is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are not wrong. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like like real fairy tales have the darkness and the shadowy parts and the need to engage that and find a way through. And you know, it's it's interesting. We were watching uh Star Wars with our kids right now for the first time. (laughs) Um, and we just finished the first one and and started The Empire Strikes Back last night. Mm -hmm. And so I I love like the work of Carl Jung and like the thought process around all the shadow and how do you Mm -hmm. engage the unconscious and the depths and all of that and we were watching the scene where luke crashes on yoda's planet and it's like Uh dark and swampy and he keeps talking about how this place feels kind of familiar but i've never been here and Uh at one point he's like it's almost like a dream and then he like meets yoda and has to go into this cave (laughs) and he encounters darth vader in this cave and so I'm like telling my girls, I'm like, this is kind of like a dream experience. He's having to go in and face this thing that he thinks is this darkness out in the world. And then he discovers it's his own darkness that he's facing because yeah. yeah. cuts off Darth Vader's head. And then the mask comes off and he realizes it's actually Luke's face in the mask. And, yeah, yeah. and I'm trying to, I'm trying to explain this to like a 10, <laughs> seven and four year old. <laughs> That's, that's deep, man. That's really deep. I, I get that. That's, chill, but I think, yeah. I think so uh, we homeschool, which is a whole different situation. But like one of the things we do is fairy tales with our kids. And uh-huh. for that reason, and, mm. and our homeschool curriculum education practice believes that kids know that. Yeah, like yeah. we are the ones who have to like, no, let me explain it to you. And my kids are like, yeah, 
like yeah, that, that makes well, sense. Like of, of course, course I'm every person in the story. Yeah. Like I just think that comes I think we lose that. I think they probably yeah. had it like Chad, you are telling us something we, we deeply know, know. Yes. in our being. Yes. Well, and I love that you talk about the fairy tale too, because that's I think that one of the um the beautiful things about story, so that you know, these are the stories is like for couples, I think what what we have found is maybe the best metaphor for, for what we're trying to do is that there's a way to take your individual stories, like your individual lives that you've lived prior to knowing one another, um, and you can meld those together, mm-hmm. like in a joint story, uh, like your like your couple story that makes sense for who you want to be. Doesn't mean you lose yourself and you you know you kind of lose your individuality, but but it means that you make choices about what you want your story to be as a couple in a responsive way rather than a reactive way. Cause mm-hmm. I think what happens couples, you know, they come together and they're like, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be magic. And then they're like, Oh my goodness, I don't like you. Like, yeah, yeah. but you're supposed to be somebody I liked and, and like stories bump up into each other in a really conflictual manner. Mm-hmm. And then people think that, Oh, that means that this isn't this, this, this means that it's not working out. Whereas like, no, like, this is where it begins to work out, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and you Absolutely. begin to discover new things. And I think that we, we just really believe that like whole, like yeah. wholeheartedly believe it. And that the process of like deep loving story, you know, fairy tales, living a love story, all those things comes from couples working through that process mm. and, and finding their shared story. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna use that metaphor, the the cave. I think that happens all the time yeah. in couples. Yeah. They think they're fighting their yeah. partner, and yeah. then you know we have one conversation or twenty, um, and they realize like, oh, this is my story. Like yeah. I, this is what I've always been doing, and this is, and it just it looks like you right now, but like this is this is mine. And yeah. I think. Rather than you becoming less individuals, like you, you get to become more your individual. Yeah, more of yourself. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like the relationship goes into a cave. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. so true. Yeah. You know? and, and each individual has to go into a cave and face yeah. their own shadow and find a way to uh-huh. integrate it. And then the couple does that as well, it sounds exactly. like. That's exactly what we are hoping to help couples couples process through. Well, and then, and then what happens? Because you know, so, it's scary. I mean, yeah, totally caves scary. and dark you know, like all those things that you're describing, like this planet, like, oh, this feels familiar. I think there's things I feel comfortable with and there's things I don't like at all. And like, all the, like no one's excited about that. Right. Um, but everybody's also deeply drawn to it. Yeah. Um, so it's that weird, yeah. both and kind of. Yeah, and the, the draw to it and defend it against it because yes. that's, I think that's what we're talking about is like when when we see that darkness in our, our partner, we, you know, it's actually our own reflection in some way, yes. but like the defense is to project it out rather than oh, yeah. look, look at it yeah. within. <laughs> yeah. and, you, Personally. and you make it personal. Yeah. And I yeah. think that one of the things we talk to couples about all the time is like, you're making this personal. I know that it feels personal. I, I like, I completely understand how that has happened. And there's not a, like an invalidation of that, but, but also for them to think through like, but this is not personal. Mm-hmm. This is this is you defending yourself, and this is your partner defending themselves. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be safe, and and you, and you both when you both feel threatened because something doesn't 
um, look or work the way you think it will in a relationship, you begin to, it's easy. You don't want to go into the cave. You don't want to look inside and you just look outside and say, well, if you're different, you know, all that, like, <laughs> well, if you would change, then I would change. Right. And the, the problem isn't me. It's because you keep, you know, all this kind of linear, like you did we, this, so this happened, right? I have, only, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I was just going to say that too, really Brian. Either. We only hear we other clients talking about yeah. okay. It's really strange to us. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, but, but, you know, like it's, it's that, that projection process that does happen. I think sometimes when people talk about the projection process, like in systems theory, um, they talk about it with families. They talk about it as the family projection process. Mm -hmm. And so in a couple relationship, there's a couple projection process that happens where you're kind of caught in a circular loop of projecting your fears, your anxieties, your, you know, whatever it might be onto your partner and mm -hmm. your partner's doing the same thing. You're just stuck in this, like, oh, it's, it's just this terrible feedback loop. And so yeah. um, part of the process is just to try to break that, to break that circle. Yeah. Know? Like um, somehow bring it into the light. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Got <laughs> you, you know what, what's really funny is um, I re recorded a podcast episode with my wife, Angela, yesterday. Okay. Um, and like we talked about how when we met in grad school, so we're both like these 20 something psych students in a master's program who know just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we, we were not, I think we had just started dating and we went for a walk around Green Lake and we sat down on a bench and we're just chatting afterwards. And, and we were like, you know, it's probably our pathologies that are drawing us together. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yes. probably true. That yeah. is how two therapists talk. That's <laughs> right. It's so funny. <laughs> so yeah. funny. And, yeah. and, and it was like, just really fascinating to look back now, like almost 14 years later and see like in many ways that's been true. Like yeah. our, our, you know, maybe it's not the word pathology as much as our mm -hmm. personal woundings and yeah. are the ways that we learn to survive in response to those woundings have then in turn wounded one another multiple mm -hmm. times. Yeah. And, uh, and so they play out again and again and again in these different cycles. And so like, I, I don't know, I'm so back to my like nerdiness, I've been reading the um, letters back and forth between Freud mm -hmm. and Jung when they first yeah. started. Yeah, I saw your picture everything. about when you got the book, when you got the books. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Whatever. Yeah. So good. Um, but like, as I've been doing that and just kind of diving into some of like the, the old theory, you know, reading about Freud's idea of like the repetition compulsion mm -hmm. that we repeat our traumas in present relationships, like the past is repeating itself in the present yeah. and, and then sort of broadcasting that out. And um, and then Jung came along and said, yes, and it's not just a, a repeat of past trauma. It's a rehearsal for the future also. Yes. Like yes. Something, something generative yeah. is trying to happen and come forward through these repetitions. And right. so part of the work is like, how do we discover the unconscious thing that's trying to be repeated and healed and worked through to a different outcome? Yeah, and that's what the healing that like, like, yes. like. I think people hear that wounding, right? Like the pathology is bringing, people hear that and they're like, oh no, that's mm -hmm. wrong. And it's like, that's absolutely okay. And actually, I really believe it's impossible for it not to yeah, happen. Yeah, right. Like, 100%. Because we all are seeking healing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you heal in relationship. And so it makes an, an entire sense that your partnered relationship is going to be a process of you seeking healing. Mm -hmm. And I think that what people don't realize is with someone that you believe you have the potential to heal with and that gets lost. Yeah. Like I am, I am in a relationship with Aaron mm 
because she uniquely has the potential to help me heal. But the, right. the reason that we end up seeing couples is because the way that that healing happens is in my deepest wounding. So it like costs <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I heard Aaron exactly, like yeah. in, all the, in all the like core places, just like, and, and it's not, and, it, and you know, some people might think, oh, well, it's not the symbiotic you're using. It, it, it's not, it's, it's the reality of the K. I mean, we're going to keep coming. I know, the K is <laughs> good, Brian. You have to face yourself. Yeah. And you face yourself in the eyes of another. Mm-hmm. And then you discover yourself. And then as couples, you discover who you are together. Like it is it, mm-hmm. it, but people feel like, oh no, it shouldn't, like that's not the way it should go. You know, and I'm like, yeah. well, I think that that's the way, I think that's the way it goes. Like, I, I don't you think know. About it, like all I, I can think about right now is like, Brian, when you were talking about your um, podcast episode with Angela. Uh-huh. Like that could that could be the wedding um and like the message at a wedding but mm. no one would get married yeah, it's like true. i don't want to know that i yeah. don't want to know that so we get we get married because yeah. of you're different you're different yeah, than anything i've ever like, oh, i'm gonna get to stop hurting yeah and it's just no one would sign up for that or a few people <laughs> i guess we did we all did i guess we yeah. longed for that but man it's tough yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we said it on a cognitive level, but <laughs> yeah. we didn't, we didn't know how it was going to feel. Yes, that's yeah. right. And, and I think if you knew how it would feel, that would probably be the thing that would deter you from signing up. for And it. honestly, sure. that's what happened to our engagement. We were bumping into that. We were in that sort of, it sounds like you and Angela too, you know, sitting on that park bench. Like you do know a little enough bit more yeah. enough to be dangerous. And we were really like, Oh man, it's gonna be like this. We were doing some, we were doing some premarital like therapy, like with a therapist, and we were, and I think things were kind of crazy. It was dark. Like my, like, yeah, your parents were like, in the I process think, of divorce. I it think was it was just, just a mess. It was just sort of a mess. And yeah, it was hard. It was really hard. And it has been that hard a few times since. <laughs> yes. I mean, it just has. Uh, and Even I think harder, with, right? Yeah. I think to your point. It, which also means it's been that much better, you know, mm-hmm. sort of, you know, my mom, when I was growing up, um, always talked about the pendulum swinging, like it can only swing as far on one side as it has the other. Mm-hmm. And that's been true for us. Like mm-hmm. the that's more a powerful image too. Yeah. You have to swing far into the darkness. If you want to encounter the light. Exactly. If you want to, to be joy, present yeah. to our joy, you, we have to have known that. And I think that we have experienced that both ways we've we've gone into the dark 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 stuff and and we i mean yeah the the light and the joy is is light and joy it it really is yeah well and how how have you come to trust one another in that process of the swinging pendulum because it's, it's one thing again to sort of cognitively believe that but then to embody it and feel it and be in the mess of it like how do you hold on to that sense of like the other is for me and I am for the other, which was something Angela said yesterday. Um, but I, I mean, how have yeah. you, how have you guys come to like anchor yourself in that enough to stick it out? <laughs> that's, that's right. I think yeah. um, anchor it enough, <laughs> I think it's probably fairly accurate yeah. um, for, for me. So our engagement, I think really helped us because we had, because we almost didn't get married. Yeah. I mean, like we, like it, it really, like, I, I mean, it was like, I was writing letters to everyone we had invited to our wedding to say, I'm sorry, I've called off the wedding. We are not. It's not happening. It's not mm-hmm. happening. Right? Yeah, I mean, it was like, and I was 
going to mail them the, the file, I, you know, I was writing them the, the, one night, I was mailing them the next, um, the next day. Um, and so it was close. I mean, it was really close, obviously, you know, I, I, I sort of woke up and that didn't happen, but. <laughs> I think we just, so we got married in light of that. I think yeah. a lot of couples don't know that until they're married. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had, we'd committed like, so it is going to be like this. We are going to touch those deepest woundings and we had committed to that anyway. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And I think it was kind of in some ways, a lot of air and strength in that, in that moment. Cause I remember we, we had met with our, our therapist. We had kind of made a plan of like how we were going to, you know, call things off. Like, mm-hmm. and, and um, I remember you tell, you tell me if I'm telling this wrong, but like he, like when, um, when she Mary me. said that, yeah, like she said, you... we're in this thing, we're breaking, we had broken our engagement with her therapist. And mm-hmm. she said, Aaron, like, who can you talk to? Like, who can you be with in this? Um, and Stephen keeps saying he broke it. Like he is the person who said, like, I don't think we should move forward, but we were deeply in the, like, you heard circular me, you heard processes were, were but, uh, uh, but uh, she said, who can, who do you want to sit with you in this? Cause I was just, I, I was mm-hmm. honestly barely able to speak. It felt so overwhelming and such a, a repetition of my story. Like yeah. this is exactly where I would be sitting. Like, yeah. of course, this is what happened. Yeah, this yeah. is what I could expect all the things. Um, and I had this sort of light bulb moment. Like I want to talk to Steven. Mm. This is who I want to be with mm. in this moment. Um, and so I said it, I said, I want to be with Steven. And she said, you know, I, I imagine sitting in her chair, like, oh, I wish you would have said someone else. <laughs> That's what I would have She's like, she's like, Stephen who? <laughs> <laughs> you must mean someone else. Stephen Johnson? <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, but she, it was just a helpful moment for me. And so that did steady me in that well, anchored enough. You. Yeah, yeah, like, you were like, I can, I can weather this. I can, I can be anchored enough to know in this place of deep, deep wounding, he is still the person that I want to be with, that I want to hold me, that I want to hold, that I want to have, you know, the other side of the pendulum swing. Like when I yeah. come out of this, I want to come with him. How, how did you know that there would be another side of the pendulum swing? Well, sort of because that was my story. Mm. You know, it didn't stay dark forever. Um, and we did love each other. We did hope yeah, just for more. Just couldn't find our way through some of the, some of our own, like that, our own darkness. It, it was really, it, and it, I think darkness is such a good word. I remember those moments. They felt so utterly confusing and dark and terrifying. Like, I just mm-hmm. remember like, because you, because I think that we were seriously, we were taking serious this idea that we were going to commit to be with each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I think that as I just, I just wrestled with, how do I know, like, like, you know, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to make a decision that was actually going to be hurtful to Aaron, really. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to know that I meant what I was saying and that, and that I would, that I would be faithful to it. Like I I really like, and I just, um, it it was just really tough, but I think. It it sort of makes me think Brown of the fairy tale. We could even go back to the game, but like, (laughs) it's worth, it's worth it. Like, yeah, you don't know, you know, like, um, you don't know that it's going to come out, but you have to hope like mm. it, 
yeah. can't stay like this forever. But if it does, like we're in it together and let's at least try to journey out. Mm-hmm. Let's at least journey through this and yeah. be together in it. Be- because my f- foundational moment was later on. So Aaron, that was Aaron's th- like kind of anchored enough moment. Cause mm-hmm. and I, I love that idea too. Like you, you can't guarantee the anchor is going to hold. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just, it's like good enough parenting, right? You're just good, like anchored enough, you know, like that, that's, as, that's the best we can do is, you know, human beings. And, and so I was, you know, I went home. Um, I, I actually, <laughs> I did have a friend that I went and talked to uh, one of my, one of my best friends in, in town. And, and he kind of um, provided just some support and, and um, good counsel. But then I went home and I was writing all these letters to send to, and I was just like as I was writing the letters and folding them and like I was just seeing my my life like disappear mm-hmm. in front of my life and I was really really overwhelmed um I'd, I've never had a panic attack but I think I was at the closest like I think I the closest I've ever, ever felt to having a panic was in this this moment like I just felt felt really weird um, I, wow. you know and and I was just having such a hard time and and I, I played this scenario out in my mind. I said, if I don't marry Aaron, I'm going to move to the coast. I'm going to become a carpenter and I'm just going to disappear. Hmm. That's, that's the life that I had like, um, had for, for, you know, for my future. I said, or, and I had, I was talking to myself. I was like, or I could marry Aaron. And that feels exciting. That feels like life, but I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like any good adventure, and, you don't know. And 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 then I then I was like, so either I live or I die. I mean, really, like like it was it was just this, and and I, and I remember, um, I I kind of walked out of the the room that I was in, and I my roommate was in the room. He said, "What is going on?" Because <laughs> I did not, but I looked like I was in some you looked bad like you shape. You looked. Yeah, I, I looked like I was about to have a panic. And, and I just told him that. I just told him, just told him, like, I feel like I'm, I'm either going to live or I'm going to die. And, you know, you just need, sometimes you just need some people with common sense. Mm-hmm. And he just looked at me and he said, Stephen, do you think you could go tell Aaron that? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. I can, <laughs> I can go tell her that. I, I can, like, it's not, it's not over. Right, yeah. right. And that was at my anchoring enough moment. And then we, oh, sorry. And, and then and, and we came back together. And then I think when you get married in that kind of context, <laughs> you know, you're kind of like, we can do this. Yeah. You know, like. Or we're doing it. Because <laughs> I already felt like I had my moment to leave. You know, I, I, like I'm not like, and I think every couple, I, I really, some people might agree with this or not. I think every couple has to come face to face with that reality. Hmm. Are you going to leave or are you going to stay? We um, say that point blank to every engaged couple. Like now you need to choose, <laughs> you know, like you've, you've chosen and you get to choose again. You don't have to do this right. or you can, you know, like. And it's a, it's a continuous choice. Yes. And then yes. it continues. That's right. So, so that was like our first. That was the trust. Moment. Think, yeah. And then we have had more. We've had more moments of really dark seasons yeah we've Um, had a couple of miscarriages and hmm. um death of our parents parents and and things that have really a lot of moves we've we've had more moments but there is something about when you have had 
when you've taken that one step in really because it's really not out yeah. like well we're in here and and then the more life you share like we have had miscarriages we have had broken engagements we have birthed living babies we have Stephen um spoke the eulogy at my mom's funeral mm-hmm. and like i we can't undo those yeah. you know like mm-hmm. our lives are so shared and like when that person that my mary hawk was the therapist who said mm-hmm. aaron um who do you want to be with like i want steven like i want to sit in this with steven and and steven continues to sit with me mm-hmm. in those places even when he looks like darth vader um, he's with me and you know you may not want Darth Vader in your cave but um yeah it's there's something to that and and you've anchored enough yeah and I always go back to I'm either gonna live or I'm gonna die and <laughs> I'm gonna live if I'm with Aaron if I'm not you know that, the that's, that's not life that, yeah. yeah that's not life um so yeah so I mean you guys have lived a lot and it sounds like suffered a lot and chosen to stay in um, to let that pendulum swing like and now this is like the work that you do in the world yeah uh, I'm I'm so curious about the you know the couples that you work with and what stages of their own relationship are they coming to you in and are there different challenges for mm-hmm. somebody who's like you know newly married versus like the couple that's like 15 years in and they've had 15 years of what to them might feel like we've just been enduring this and we, mm-hmm. when do we call it quits because yeah. it's never getting better or that feeling man you, that's exactly <laughs> that's, it right that's who comes <laughs> yes. that's how yeah. they are um there are yeah. unique challenges there are unique gifts too um in each couple we we definitely do see all different types of couples in different stages and places uh-huh. and things that are feeling like this is the thing that was too much for us. Um, what that is for each couple is mm-hmm. very interesting to me, like how different it is. Um, mm-hmm. We see a lot of new parents um, or maybe not even just new parents, but um, yeah, yeah. Like younger, like with younger kind of kids. Um, but I think sort of the common thread for me is that moment of when we got to this place and it was this hard, I thought you were going to be with me and now you're against me. Mm-hmm. and and that and so it's like did I make a mistake or you know sometimes you get to the place where you help people see how they did choose each other because of those places mm-hmm. where there could be healing and they say this is why we were not right you know like mm-hmm. oh so now that I see this like this is exactly why mm-hmm. we shouldn't be together you know working like well actually that's true and it's exactly why it's not true it's exactly why you can find real healing mm-hmm. right here yeah. um and and I think that in some ways, like every couple is different, but I think also the, pr- the process is, I, I really do feel like it's very central. Yes. And, and I think the process is that loss and grief, trauma, pain, shroud people's perception and people's capacity to feel safe, uh, to see themselves and to see another person. And so, what happens is like in a relationship, all of those losses, those griefs, those pains get tapped into. And just like Aaron was saying, like that, that's when the shroud kind of drops. And it's like, you're doing the same thing that everybody's done. Uh, like nothing's ever gonna change. Um, 
and in, you say, you know, a couple's enduring. Oftentimes people are just enduring. Mm -hmm. They just feel like they're enduring. Like I'm just enduring the same old story. Yeah. And, and I think the kind of the, the turning point moment or the fundamental moment for um, couples is to try and help them understand that what is, what is confusing the moment, what is shrouding the moment is the loss and the grief and the pain and the suffering, not their partner. Their partner might be touching those things, but, but this is a story that they've already been living. It's, it's not like they all of a sudden gotten in a relationship and it, this just started happening. It's like, no, like this has been going on for some time. And you, at this moment, at this tough transitional, whatever moment it is, you have a choice to live in your old story or you can live in a new story with your partner. Hmm. And, and, and it's the idea of, um, you know, in the psychoanalytical idea, they talk about like creating a third object or if you try to externalize something. And so oftentimes it, I, I view it as if couples are looking at each other and they're looking at each other and they're saying, you're the problem, you're the problem. What we try to help them see is no, there's something between you, your loss, your grief, your trauma, your suffering is, is between you. It's the lens, it's the barrier, it's the wall, whatever it is that you're looking at your partner through. Hmm. If we can take that and we can remove it from between you and pull it to the forefront, pull it in front of you both, what ends up happening is you end up standing shoulder to shoulder together, looking at that loss and that pain and that trauma and that grief. And you look at it together to try and understand it and figure it out. That's the new story. Yeah. That's it. And I imagine that even that turning of the shoulders to look at the third thing, like what I felt when you said it was like this instant sense of like, now there's compassion for yes. the person I'm shoulder to shoulder with. Yes. We say yeah. that too. It's, it is, it almost just happens. Curiosity and compassion are the two words we always use. You can't, you almost can't help it because when you're looking at something, you get curious, yeah. you want to know, you kind of want to touch it even. I'm super tactile. Like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Steve might be more observing, but yeah, you, can, you yeah. almost can't help but feel compassion. It mm -hmm. just And comes. to ask the question, how did that happen? How did you experience, like the questions change. Mm -hmm. yeah. The questions change from assault and aggression and like, why, why are you doing this to me? Yes, right, right. that's exactly right. Those to, why questions. To like, and, and couples think they know each other, right? Couples but, think they know themselves too. But, but mm -hmm. as they sit there and they tell their stories, you, you, you hear like, and we, and we have like a process like where we have people like tell their stories and like yeah. talk about it. And as they talk about it with one another as a couple, they kind of go, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, mm -hmm. I've heard that story a thousand times, but I did it. And, and then you are located in a place of curiosity and compassion, not blaming criticism and attacking defendedness. Right? Yeah. And so the central like process is the same. The problems are. Or the views or the choice. Yeah, crazy. The specifics. And that, and the, the amount of time, uh, and the, that it takes for a particular couple to maybe come to that or not, you know, sometimes couples just, well, we are always coming to that, right? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. your context is always changing. So it is different for an engaged couple versus our, our three primary sort of target couples are the, um, premarital engaged, um, pregnant, and then parenting couples, because it changes all yeah. the time when your context mm -hmm. changes, you know, it's different when you have a newborn versus a, you know, an three and a half, almost four-year-old versus a 10-year-old. It's yeah. very different what is being stirred in you. So of course, what is being stirred in your story, it's always different. 
So it does change. Okay. Um, yeah, and so I think that it's just, um, it's, and it's a beautiful process. Beautiful it's too. so, like, there's, I mean, it's really, it's really challenging and really hard. Um, but when there's these moments when couples, in a sense, experience relief that like, yeah. oh, you, you are different. Like, mm. you are the person, right? Like, you that are, I hope like, we're just, we're just getting confused right now. Yeah. Um, and, well, and it, then, it feels like it moves from a fixed state of like, if we're staring at each other and uh, I'm, I'm seeing you through the lens of, of my own past wounding and, and I think that's you. And then we turn shoulder to shoulder. And now that thing is out in front of both of us to look at differently. It moves from like a fixed state to an like emerging state, like something yeah. is yes. emerging and we're surprised by that. Right. Yes. Like, right. wow. Like I had no idea. And, yes. when, and when it's no longer a lens I'm looking through, but more of this thing that's out here, um, that, like, that's a powerful shift. Yeah. It's yeah. huge. It's it, creative. It's mm -hmm. imaginative. It's generative. It's hopeful. It's like, we, we can do this. Like we can, like, it's not a, it, it's a we thing. You, mm -hmm. you, you become, you know, talk about like this idea of stories and shared meaning for, for couple relationships. Um, there's language around becoming a we. Mm-hmm. Where, where the individual eyes become a we, it's not a loss of the, the individual, but it, it's, a, it's a creation of something new mm -hmm. um, and deep and, and emerging. I, 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 that's a really great point. It is, that's exactly what happens. And that feels like something couples can um, feel unstuck about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They can live for, yes. they can want, yes. they can pursue. It does make they me can, think of the word know, desire. Like, so yeah. often desire sort of um, starts to diminish in a couple relationship and, and you can see <laughs> why. Gone. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, even just the, if we're still talking about the imagery, like looking at each other face to face, like I've seen that a lot, you know, like you, you start, <laughs> there's, even there's though I no, like this. No surprise left there. No surprise yeah, that left. fixed idea, right? Like, oh, I know this. And it's, I know this story. Mm -hmm. And we say, yes, you do. That's, a, that's an old one. Yes. That you, mm -hmm. that you don't have to keep knowing. Like, yeah. I think some people also, the idea is if the, these concepts of like emerging or something being generative. Oftentimes people feel like they're stuck and they feel like that's just the way it has to be. Right. And there is choice. You can create, you can shift. You, you have to have some awareness and some insight and, you know, <laughs> you know, in our, in our experience, we've, we've needed guidance. And so in some ways, that's what we want to provide is we want to provide guidance for people and to discover and, and those kinds of things, but you, you can make a choice. Mm. Yeah. Well, it, it seems like something powerful happened for both of you when each of you realized you could leave. Yes. Yeah. Like that, that's an option. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And do you want to like, yeah. Okay, so what would that mean? What wouldn't it mean? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. what is the new story? Like, is mm -hmm. is that stepping into the old story? Like, um, and what is healing? You know, and I think choice and healing always feel connected for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that's yeah, yeah, it's your agency. It's your it's your um, you know your your choosing. You know, things aren't being forced on you. There's not violation. You know, there's there's all this the choice and he and um, what you said, healing. Well, he, healing are intimately connected. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm so curious about um, 
well, what's the question? The question's something like, well, it's two things. How do you, how do you get buy-in from couples who are like, no, I'm certain that he's the problem <laughs> or I'm certain that she's mm-hmm. the problem or yeah. the, they are the problem, whatever. And so that's one question. How do you get buy-in? And then um, how do you, like, are there times when like the, the paths are so well-worn and the trenches mm-hmm. are so deep that a couple can't find themselves again, you know, like mm-hmm. where, where you're not able to help them, you know, swing the pendulum back the other way. Yeah. Yeah. So buy-in almost isn't difficult once you're in the process, it feels like. I think buy-in feels yeah. hard initially because it's like, we've tried this or, you know, like people come you all don't the time. You want to go to therapy. Yeah. Like for, for kind of, if we're talking like kind of heteronormative couples, you know, that there's this idea that the man doesn't want to come, you know. We, um, we get a lot of calls from get, wives who are like, my husband, you know, he's yeah. got these seven problems and he doesn't want to come. Like, well. Yeah, so kind of like in that, if you're dealing with that population of folks, that's a lot of the, the kind of pushback. But the, the way... I, there, I think of two things. We really try to tell our story because I, I think that if we, if we are honest about what has happened with us, that's, um, I don't know, hopefully we seem relatively normal and relatively, you know, <laughs> like, like people can kind of see themselves um, in, 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 in the stories. And so a lot of what we do, like, like on Instagram and stuff is just to try to tell like, you know, that like all of this stuff, in a sense, I feel like I see our relationship out, out there. Like, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's founded in a lot of other things, right? But, but it also in our practical experience as well. Well, and um, I, think, I think it lands your humanity in the, in the work it, rather yeah. than yeah. these are two enlightened marriage gurus <laughs> who haven't figured <laughs> out and yeah yes no that is not correct um something specific is in our engagement one of the things that came up like this big central theme was i said to steven in our therapy i feel like i'm disappointing to you which was the thing i hoped would stop feeling true for me like when i get married i can stop feeling disappointing and he said to me you are you are disappointing and i i couldn't like I just and that's when he said like I didn't want to hurt her I said I don't want a marriage like that I don't want the rest of my life to feel like the beginning of my life and our therapist sort of helped walk us through that like well of course you are like I mean I'm massively disappointed you know like to be able to say that to a couple and for them to say like one I could say that out loud and two it wouldn't break me yeah. you know for me to be able to say I don't want to feel disappointing anymore and I do feel disappointing to Steven sometimes. And Steven like, well, that's because you disappoint me sometimes. And like, oh, for me to be able to finally say those things and my healing isn't that I'm not disappointing. My healing is that I'm disappointing and I'm okay. Like that doesn't leave me in my cave alone. Like, oh. Which I mean, also for me goes back to like the the Jungian idea of holding the tension of the opposites because in the like, I don't Uh want to be disappointing. The reason behind that is probably something like, because if I'm disappointing, you're going to leave. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes. And and so to, for, for Steven to say like, yeah, you do disappoint me and I love you. Like I'm in it. Like I'm not leaving. 
Yes. There's like a both end there, right? Like, because if it's just either or, then you're in a huge bind. And exactly, it, we both were in a bind. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, both, and that's where you got stuck. Yeah. Oh, it really, yeah. sometimes, oh, huh. this, is, this is one of those moments <laughs> that happens for couples where, because it feels so, it feels as dark as anything in your life ever mm -hmm. has. And yeah. you have the opportunity to name it and then to say, like, so it's, it's maybe not that big of a deal. <laughs> and right. it is such a big deal. We have to say this all the time, but also it's, it's not. Well, yeah. yeah, for me to say that to Aaron was really hurtful. I mean, like- right. they're, you, they're, you don't need to explain yeah, that to I mean, anybody. Uh, obviously. And, <laughs> we and we my, get it. And my reasoning for saying it, right? Like that was, in, that was like some stuckness with, with my, my own, you know, that, that kind of process of projecting that on Aaron and, and those, because I felt very disappointing, uh, you know, and, yeah, there's just a, a lot of ways, yeah. right? Mm. And and so, but but it's it's being able to say those things and, and recognizing, like hopefully, and I get great joy out of this, is is saying sort of the the um, the provocative thing, mm. so that people understand it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's it's a like you can actually say that, and the world will not crumble. And in fact the level of anxiety you experience trying to not say that is really what's causing the problem. Here. Well, it's what's like, causing your world to crumble. Yeah, yeah. Like, so just you like, don't, don't get stuck there. Or you like don't the, have to, you don't have to, right. There. The freedom comes from saying that. So, so I think that that's one of the reasons we try to share the, the things that, that we share. And then also in terms of buy-in, like in my, in my mind, I think like, there's people who connect with this and there's people who don't. Sure. And, and I really want to talk to the people who connect with the idea of story. And, and, and that's, and, and so I feel like what we try to do is we, I, I feel like what we're doing is we're discovering the people who connect with it. And there's a lot of people. And mm -hmm. so what, like I'll interact with, with you. Like if somebody comes in and says, no, it's there. I'm like, look, if that's really what you want to do, and if that's really what you want to believe, probably not going to be helpful for you. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I, I don't know, I, I can't help, I can't help you there. Mm -hmm. um, and we can try, like, I mean, they, we I can try. But this it's is someone... more of our personalities. Like Steven, he is a little bit more like, oh, well, like, I can't convince you it's not your partner's fault. That's like, that's yeah. not my job, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and he will just say that. <laughs> I have a different personality um, that that makes, I, I, some, we do a lot of, um, knee squeezing, like yeah, that was, yet. that was a really big thing to say, <laughs> just right then like that. Um, but it's, there is something, um, that in the provoking someone that way where you sort of put yeah, the mind back on them. Like, oh, well, you're, you're, you're confronting them with the reality of their choice. Exactly. And that's exactly right. Yes. Like you're, so then, you're acting as though you don't have a choice, but if we say this thing, you realize you actually do have a choice and yes. you have to make it. And yeah. Right. And, and that is actually freeing. Mm -hmm. if, if we really believe that choice is helping someone find freedom, it's a beautiful thing. And you can see that. And then to your point too, like there are couples who get to those dark places and they, they don't want to name those places. Mm -hmm. They don't, yeah. it feels too dark. Um, it feels too entrenched. I think you said the word entrenched and it, and it, it, it that does happen where like, I can't, we, we have people come up with the most powerful and beautiful imagery. You know, I'm sure mm -hmm. you it's like, Oh, it's just powerful stuff. But sometimes it feels too yeah, the, the wound or the, you know, I, I particularly find it like, like 
with the, those deep betrayals, you yes. know, like, um, you know, addictions, um, whether it's sexual addictions or even substance use addictions at times, like the betrayals, like a lot of people can recover, like are, you know, can work through those things, but also there, there's some, sometimes what I've noticed is if there's been just lie after lie, after lie, after lie, after lie, like mm -hmm. that it's, it's, it's sometimes people are just like, I don't know if I can, like, I get what you're saying. That <laughs> sounds, yes. I don't know if I can just, I don't know if I have, uh, if I can do that. And if and I that, can keep doing yeah, that. If I can, and that's just a choice people have to make. You know, I keep right, like, like, again, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what your limit is. <laughs> you know, like I, I can't determine that for someone. And um, those are, those are really heartbreaking. Um, it's, it's honestly too, sort of like in our story too, with the engagement. So Stephen, you, I don't want to feel disappointed forever. And hey, and our, you know, like, I don't want you to have to feel like that. Like, I know that's the story you've come from. And I do feel like that. So maybe you shouldn't have to be with me. Mm. And we hear that more in couples. Maybe you sh shouldn't have yeah. to be with me. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe I'm too much a black hole yeah. for you. Like yeah. maybe you shouldn't have to keep doing this. And, and those are, those are the heartbreaking things when it feels mm. like. Um, well, it almost feels like misdirected love and care like yes i might be too much and i don't want you to have to suffer that way like it's, it's almost like there's a lot of love and care in that statement yes. it's just misguided like how yes. do you how do you take yeah. that love and care and say you obviously care about this person so much that you'd be willing to let them leave you so what if you take that same energy and yeah yeah like look inward and see what's getting stirred in you that needs some work still Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. And, and, you know, like, I mean, this is the thing about like, you know, therapy, the, the consultations and education would be like, you can't like, we, we can invite people to two things. Yeah. Um, and then if people, you know, like, they get to yeah, everybody's got to choose, right? Yeah. Choice and healing, right? And, you know, and, and, you know, there's always that, that tension of, of allowing allowing that to be mm -hmm. um and, and not I, assuming too much yeah because you know, that's then when you get it seems sideways. like there's there's also very real times when the most healing thing for somebody is to make the choice to leave yes yeah like yeah which, which yeah. is sad when you think of a marriage or a relationship mm -hmm. having to having to end that way but um something about I mean, there are certain contexts that whether yeah. it's abusive or like you said, addiction sometimes is tragic and in, mm -hmm. in that way. Yeah, that, that is the reality. Stephen and I both had, well, your parents didn't divorce until we were just married, but right. my parents divorced when I was really little. And it's part of why I want marriages to, to be healthy and well. And also my parents weren't going to be healthy and well. Um, yeah, neither were mine. So <laughs> I don't, I wish all, you know, sort of like what I, there's some, there's gotta be a clever saying about wishing, but I do wish that all couples could get to be healthy and well and stay together. But sometimes healthy and well is not together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that is a really people, people we don't even know will ask us like, at what point do, can I know that we should get divorced? Like, okay. well, uh, have no I idea. have no idea. <laughs> and we don't know, there isn't a, a prescription. I mean, you used an example of addiction, but, yeah, but that like, isn't always the case no. either. Yeah, I mean, there's great, there's wonderful, mm -hmm. beautiful stories of, uh, you know, the, that not being the case. There's no formula um, for the couples that like. There's a wear and tear. There's yeah. a level of wear and tear that happens. 
And, and, I, and I think what, what sometimes is challenging for, for therapists is, you know, they might see a relationship and say, you know, you're only doing good work, or you're only doing effective work if you're helping them choose to stay. Hmm. And then you're helping them choose to work through it. And, and I think that that can't, you know, we just can't, we can't be the ones who determine that. Like, like yeah. that, you know, we can't judge what the wear and tear means to a spirit and to a soul. Right, and, right. Yeah. And and, and then like, there's, uh, I mean, I'm sure you guys are probably familiar with the idea of like conscious uncoupling. Yeah. Um, And, you know, like there's, there's one story in my world of a couple who chose to go that route. um, And I can look at like, they're both still in my life currently. And I can look at where they're both at having entered into that. um, And how much it's almost like somehow through saying i you know i love you so much and this isn't working uh, it's still yeah. holding the tension of those opposites and saying how do we yeah. choose like the best thing for us moving forward and they've they've done it in a way that i it blows my mind honestly like yeah. i i think both of them would probably say like i have more love for the other now than <laughs> than when we were trying to force you know this thing to work that we both knew wasn't working yeah mm-hmm. I, think I think that's rare powerful. i think that's very rare yeah. but yeah. I, I, it's it was striking to me that it was even a possibility yeah i mm-hmm. i think that's exactly right what what is possible i think we can't even begin to know all mm-hmm. the possibilities it feels like the possibilities as we know them right now are stay married or get divorced right and that just can't that can't be it we don't know we don't know what else there is but um yeah and it just it's, it's always something new. Um, Mm -hmm. and people, you know, kids get involved, um, lives get involved. I, Mm -hmm. I told Steven recently, you know, like in my darkest places, if we, if we were ever not together, our lives are still so bound Mm -hmm. to one another. You don't just, uh, my parents in a sort of an opposite direction. My mom said at one point, like, I thought your dad hated me when we were married. Like mm. I had no idea that there could be more in divorce. You know, like it doesn't just, you're, you're connected. Yeah. You, you've mm-hmm. done something mysterious. wildly mysterious, yeah, you've done something mysterious um, yeah. but it does go yeah. on. Well, and that seems like part of the, the myth of divorce too, is, is like, once I'm once we get divorced, I don't ever have to deal with any part of you ever again. Yeah. And yet there's some way that like you've done some relationship together and you've marked each other in many ways and you're going to carry those markings. And so you can't just pretend that those markings don't exist because now you have a certificate that says you're divorced. (laughs) That's exactly right. Well, we, we, I, I tell people when they get divorced, like, okay, like just recognize that you're going to be trading one set of problems for another. And really what you're choosing is which set of problems you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 I, and again, like this isn't necessarily, like in situations where there's abuse and, and all that, like, yeah, you, like that stuff, like that's not healthy and, you know, yeah, I, safety. You know you safety. Yeah, safety. Yeah, you, you need to, yeah, do that. But, but if we're just talking like, you know, we've been married for 15 years and we just don't feel like it's working out and. Um, you're saying you know, it super casually, it feels very intense, but well, yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah, sorry, it, it, it is, of course. Like, I think what some people think is like, I'm going to solve my problem by, yeah. by getting out of this relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and it might solve some problems. <laughs> it will introduce new ones. 
and and I do think it's reasonable to tell people which ones do you want to choose. Like you can choose your pri- like that's fine, but just recognize that you're you're not just escape. You're not just yeah. escaping. Like you have this idea of you have marked each other. Like the, like something's happened here, mm-hmm. um, and that's gonna that's it, gonna stick with you. People comes, usually don't like to hear that. It yeah. comes <laughs> back to the cave too, because it looks like the problems are your partner, mm-hmm. and in those situations of safety, they are. Yeah. Like that yeah. is you know. But even still, in in that cave moment, like when you come out divorce, you still have to deal with mm-hmm. yourself. Um, yeah. And now in new ways of what that means for you. And well, and in some ways it's, it can be more painful because you've, you've lost your object that you were projecting onto. Yes. Right. Yeah. Totally. You know, like, yeah. So maybe, <laughs> Watch out world. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Start rejecting. Yeah. Um, there, there's healing in both. And, and yeah. I think that's that, that yeah. choice yeah. thing. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it isn't, it can't just be one or the other. Right. No yeah. matter what scenario you're looking at yeah yeah for some to heal it's to choose to step out of the relationship for some to heal it's to choose to work hard yeah. and stay both of yeah. our parents after divorce were so much better yes you know, my parents are both mentally ill and had some real real and they were just way healthier not mm. together my um, dad struggled with addiction and mental illness my whole life my parents whole marriage my whole life and then it, I mean, close to when he died, he really found respect for my mom. Hmm. He, he came to understand himself a lot better. And he said, like, I, he, he knew, like, I have not been well. I haven't chosen this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he, he had a hard time. Yeah, with this addiction. Yeah. The, the yeah. Um, but she was faithful, even in divorce, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there's something really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There can be powerful things in your own journeys, no matter what that is. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I know our time is, is getting close, but I, I would just wanted to touch base on more of like the, just the offerings that you guys have for the world. I looked at your website and it looks like there's, there's a lot there in terms of what you're actually putting out into the world for people. So do you want to talk a little bit about the, the various things you're offering? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, so we, so we have um, begun, I think, kind of a new thing a little bit. I mean, this is um, in the last, you know, two or so years. Uh, w- what we've started to do is to create online courses for couples. Um, we value therapy. We think it's amazing. Like we are, th- you know, like, yes. Um, but we also have been wanting to give couples a therapeutic experience without the therapy mm-hmm. because it's tough. Like couples, like, Let's go to therapy. It costs a lot of money. When are we going to find the time to go? If we have kids, let's get a let's get a you know uh, someone to watch the kids, and then let's you know therapy like to go to therapy becomes like this three hour, mm-hmm. you know, several hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of you know kind of investment, and it can be it can be really hard. P- people need to there, there are situ- like people need to go to therapy. Our son recently said um, it sounds sometimes like you guys don't like therapy. Like, <laughs> and he was like, "But we go to therapy." I'm like, "Yeah, we do like therapy." Yeah, we love it, but we, right? Yes. But it's, what we, but it's what we, not accessible to everybody who needs. It isn't right, accessible kind of to everybody, right. and not everybody who needs help needs therapy. Sure. I mean, I really do believe that there are tools that people can right. have to help, even mm-hmm. if it's the best they can do. Yeah. I, I think. And that's what we try to provide so yeah, that so, bridge yeah. of um, the therapeutic experience without the therapy. Um, 
because there are barriers and it, yeah. and it isn't for everyone. And um, yeah. And so we have, a, we have a kind of our foundational course, which is create your couple story. We've talked about stories a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically we, what we've done is we've taken, we have eight modules where we have taken eight conversations that we generally have with couples in, in our consultations and therapy with them and put them into the, to these courses and, and, and walked, well, into the modules and, of the course. Yeah, into yeah. the modules of the course and walk them through these eight conversations um, and walk them through. And each, each conversation is about story and it's about Trying understanding understand. your individual mm-hmm. story so that you can understand your couple story. And understanding so your individual story, your partner story, and how those two mm-hmm. um, come together to yeah. rub up against each other, yeah. both for pain and for healing, mm-hmm. as yeah. we've talked so much about. But. So it's a story process for couples. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, it's online. They, they do it at their their own pace and their in their own time. And then we do offer, we will, we will walk couples sure. through that if they would like an individualized conversation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of couples do want ask for that as well. And so um, that's what we and then we're we are just uh, I think in the next soon, hopefully by the time people are actually hearing this, um, it will be up that we have we're hoping to have some free resources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing for accessibility. Awesome. Um, for yeah. The, for the premarital, for the pregnancy, you know, kind of pregnant couples and, and pregnant couples. Yeah. So yeah. in the modules, is it um, like a, a mix of like some reading, some maybe videos that you guys have done? Like what kind of question, con- yeah. content will they experience? Yeah. So, so it's. Um, they get a lot of our stories. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen prepared uh, like a course. He's a professor also. And so he has like a teaching course. So he, mm-hmm. um, there's, it's an yeah, presentation. So I do a lot of online education as well. And so, you know, so you go to a platform, you, you, you know, you click on that week's course you know there in a sense there's the a module. Sil- sorry I know, just module sorry <laughs> there's there's a you know there's a syllabus in a sense like a big idea the way we present it is like here's the big idea here's a really brief 10 to 15 minute present video presentation where we'll walk you through a presentation and we'll kind of where you hear from hear from us uh, and then we have a story exercise and each story exercise has an individual part um, that each partner does and then a couple um, part where they process it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of, it's, it's, it's also meant to be like, you know, 45 minutes, you know, for, for each, because people are busy, you know, we're not yeah. trying to like, you know, oh, you guys spend three hours doing this. Like um, but some couples do. And I oh, yeah, love they, hearing that because it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. What can people, be five minutes or five hours, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's, you know, yeah. you get like, like in life, you get out what you put in. So like the more you go and the deeper the stories you dive, they have and like yeah. how they, how they talk about like the conversation, like when they tell us about the conversations they had, like hearing each other's stories, it's, it's just really, it's, it's what we want to have happen. Like, right. Like yeah. couples telling their story, understanding, and then being like, Oh, well, what do we want to do? Like, how do we want this to look for us? And like get choice. Couples get yeah, choice, but like you yeah. don't have to live that old stuck story. Yeah, like you get yeah. to choose to live what you've hoped. The you emerging. Would, the, the emerging. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> we, we just had a uh, testimonial. So he we've get but then given permission to share. But this guy said, like, I knew everything about my partner. Like I know what they're gonna order at every restaurant, and it's different and specific at every restaurant, mm-hmm. but I never understood all the the reasoning. He says the why's behind 
why? Like, what, what, what is all of this about? Even down to like the, what they're ordering at the restaurant. And it was so powerful. I'm like, we're doing it. Like, <laughs> that's exactly what we want. Like you do know each other, but like, there's always more to be curious and compassionate about, even in yourself. Absolutely. Um, we, we are always more unknown than known. Right. So it's, yeah. It's and a, well, and the course you know, sounds it's like it's a, it's a really practical, accessible tool to help people change from facing each other looking through that lens towards moving it out into that third space and and being shoulder to shoulder looking at a a thing together yeah brian it's gonna make me cry again you want to write you want to write that (laughs) yeah that's exactly right that's exactly right Um, yeah i mean that's that's all we want i mean honestly that is like there's that's like that's all we want and part of the reason why we want it is because like that's all we want, like as yeah. a couple, like, you know, like that, that like, and, and we experience it at times and at times we do, like, we do not. And, and like, yeah, either it, sometimes we do come back nose to nose, like it mm-hmm. is you, you are the one hurting me. And that, that process of shifting back to shoulder to shoulder, it does happen ongoing. And mm-hmm. the anchored yeah. enough is coming back to those stories. Like, okay. And that's the last module is like getting on like a shared, like, ethic like journey like who are we who do we want to be and coming back to that like yeah and one of our metaphor, metaphors yeah. is an anchor um which oh, you didn't know brian but yes yeah. yeah um yeah so it's 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 just good and because I, we think that you know fundamentally if a couple can understand who they want to be so that's kind of the culminating point like they kind of get a sense of like this is who we're going to be in the world you know mm-hmm. you're what you know um, why in the world, right? Like helping yeah. couples find their why in the world yeah. and, and then that they can come back and locate themselves in that when the world gets crazy. And it yeah. will. And, and we, yeah. whether, we whether that's the external world or the, your own internal yes. world. Yes. Yes. Get, get crazy anytime. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that's what we're doing. It's, it, it, you know. it's exciting. We do have a lot of passion around it and it's been really beautiful for our own journey because like we said this has been a dream of ours yeah and to have it um have it has happened like we're fully in it and it's beautiful and it's so powerful to hear couples where it is Mm -hmm. shaping their lives and then to know like this is where we're headed still like this is who we are in the world and it is such a gift we feel so tremendously thankful to get to be us are we in this world yeah we definitely want more you know we're just like oh you know more of it you know like uh, yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. well i i mean i know for me as a therapist you know it's like this is the sort of the untold story that most people don't ever hear but it's like as a therapist i'm doing this work full-time with with clients and they have it for 50 minutes a week. And mm-hmm. so they're, you know, it's, it's helpful for them, but I, like the amount of things that I'm seeing about myself day in and day out, just yeah. because of the nature of this work is so like profound in and of itself. And so I imagine there's some version of that for you guys too, of like, oh, for you're, sure you're on your, I mean, it's, it's your focus is on the clients you're working with, but I'm sure there are, you know, conversations later where you're like, Oh, like we totally needed to hear that today. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I, I was speaking to myself and 
thankfully we have such, because we get to do it together. We, our personalities do come out in the course, you know, we get to joke with each other. That's just laughter and joy is a huge part of our couple relationship. Yeah, and sharing that, do with, you do know, one of the things that. we have with almost every couple we get to work with. And then I assume, I mean, we have people who reach out, like, we feel like we know you because we took your course. Like, thanks uh-huh. so much. Like you guys are hilarious or, you know, it's fun to poke fun at Steven or whatever. <laughs> Um, I do get made fun of a lot, I think. Because you're, because you're open to it, you know, like, I, and that's one of the things, you know, like, eat, like we come into sessions arguing, you know, like, uh-huh. you, just like therapists come and we, in. And we don't know, not that we tell the, the, the clients necessarily, yeah. that but, but that's one of my favorite things. We come in and we might be having some tension between us, but undoubtedly. There is healing and connection. In the process. Yeah. yeah. Because, because we're talking to people about like, you know, you know, being shoulder to shoulder and like loving, you know, and not getting lost. And, <laughs> and you can't, you can't help but be like, hmm, that's probably what we were doing 20 minutes yeah, before. I like, know that. We're we saying this here. stuff. But we're <laughs> <forced> <laughs> to yeah, exactly. yeah, it's like, exactly. oh, we hear this. This uh-huh. is for me. And the next well, thing I say is soothing to myself <laughs> and, and that's such a that's such a gift of this work is that we get those mirrors that yes uh, oh man yeah i think i think we know when we're full of shit you know we're, <laughs> we're saying we're saying something we deeply believe that we also in the moment happen to not be living into and so it's like that reminder of like absolutely oh, okay, i do believe this how do i how do i embody this yeah. now yes yeah. that's and that is our that is our choice yeah, so like, yeah. I know the things that can bring back healing and turn us back mm-hmm. shoulder to shoulder. And I tell clients this all the time. I don't always choose them. Sometimes okay. I know I can choose to be close to Steven and sometimes like, nope, I want to be mean for one more day. Um, <laughs> and that's okay because I, I, you know, like that's part of our rubbing up against each other towards healing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. This it's, is, this has been awesome. Um, it's really oh, it's fun. So fun. It's just yeah. so yeah. fun. Like, what um, insightful questions and thank you for stirring like all these deep places yeah even like helping her like you, you're talking you know we're telling you about what we're doing but i'm like yeah that's what we're doing you know like, <laughs> like, yeah you know like so it's it's just helpful it's just the nice mirror. for us yeah yeah, yeah. To, yeah. To, to be able to express it so yeah well, it's a real real delight and pleasure to reconnect with you guys after sure. so long and and so yeah. funny that our last encounter was at my wedding and yeah this has been the topic of conversation yeah. yeah yeah it's so powerful so beautiful i was just gonna say like the only thing missing here is angela so yes. tell her please like you know we should have put like a little picture up or something i, I will i will yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. she'll be happy to happy to listen i'm sure okay so, good good yeah. um, all right yeah. yeah thank you so much yeah thanks brian really my pleasure really good to be with you guys all righty bye-bye Well, that was a really fun conversation for me, and I hope it was a fun one for you to listen in on. I hope that in some way you are able to look at the relationships in your own life, whether they be a romantic partnered relationship or just friendships or family relationships, but that you can look at them and have a sense of the way that they can offer us a glimpse into who we are in our own depths by what's getting stirred up in that relational space. Thanks so much for listening.